Hello, hello. Before we dive into today's episode, I am so excited to share with you that enrollment for my signature group program, Aligned Coaching, is officially open for enrollment. I am so excited that I'm bringing this program back. If you know that you've been wanting to get started as a coach and you want to start your coaching business and start creating your identity as a booked out coach, in 90 days, this is a program for you. This program is also for you if you're someone that has felt called to do something bigger, you have had so many ideas and you really need the clarity to take action. Maybe you just haven't really gotten to a place where you feel ready to take the action or you don't know how or where to start. It's for you if you're struggling to identify your strengths and interests to actually turn that into a coaching business. This is also for you if you're an early stage coach, but you struggle signing clients and you really want to create a life that does not conform to sacrificing your own well-being and your dreams. Lastly, this program is for you if you want to have a safe space to explore your ideas all while being surrounded by a group of powerhouse Latinas that believe in you, support you, and will unconditionally uplift you. If you are looking for a sign, this is it. Schedule your consultation call with me so that you can apply and I can hear where you're at and we can see if you are a good fit for the program and if the program is a good fit for you. You can do that by heading over to the show notes and clicking the link where you can schedule a call directly with me. So I can't wait to see you inside. I can't wait to meet you and I can't wait to see how I can support you in this round. And by the time that you listen to this episode, enrollment would almost be closed. So enrollment does close Friday, July 29th at 12.59 p.m. So if you're just listening to this episode, head over to the show notes and schedule your call before the doors close for this round of Aligned Coaching. And if you can't find the link for whatever reason, I invite you to head over to my Instagram at Life with Liz, that is at L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z, where you can schedule a call with me via the link in my bio, or you can DM me with any questions. I would love, love, love to hear your questions. Again, I'm so excited to be bringing this round back. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first-generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi-six-figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked-out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode. To kick off today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a review from one of our listeners. Her name is Abby Belen, and this is what she had to say about the podcast. I recently started following Liz. I'm definitely taking it all in. Her podcast is very well thought, structured, and relevant. I love her insights and perspectives as a therapist and coach. My biggest takeaway so far is self-compassion. I needed to hear this. Bravo. Thank you so much, Abby Belen, for leaving a review. I absolutely love hearing from you all. So if you have any takeaways from this show, I invite you to leave a review and let us know your thoughts and takeaways. And who knows, maybe you will be the next listener that is featured here on the podcast. 
Alrighty, let's dive right into this episode. So today's episode is a really special one, and this is going to be for anyone that has ever considered starting their coaching business and that, you know, had the seed planted, whether that was a few months ago, years ago, or just a few days ago. And this is a topic that my community highly, highly requests that I speak on. So I really wanted to bring it to the show. And this episode essentially will be talking about how to know if coaching is for you, how to identify who you want to serve, and how do you actually get started as a coach. I will also be debunking some myths that often come up as you start thinking about becoming a coach and really myths that can keep you from actually starting your coaching business that are not actually true. And lastly, I will also be sharing with you some of the most common and transferable careers that convert and transfer over to coaching and the coaching industry in general. One of the most common questions I get is, Liz, how do you know if coaching is for you? And here's what I want to offer if you've ever been wondering this question. If you are in the helping profession, if you enjoy guiding, mentoring, supporting, and encouraging others, and or if you are a go-to for advice and support, if you identify with any of these, know that if the vision is in you, the vision is for you. And that was given to you for a reason. And here's the thing, something that comes up very often for the women that I serve is that they really question whether they can take this leap and get started as coaches and start their coaching business. Regardless of the niche that you are thinking of exploring, of pursuing, one of the most common blocks that I see is that clients feel like they are not qualified or know enough to create this whole identity around establishing a career in the coaching industry. I would even go as far as saying that the number one reason or the number one thought that stops someone and just women in general from starting their coaching businesses is the thought that they are not qualified enough yet. It's not even that they don't know the steps because here's the thing. I can teach you all of the steps, but if you don't believe that you can call yourself a coach and that you can establish a career in the coaching industry, then we have deeper rooted things that we need to unpack together. But for the sake of this episode, let's just go ahead and get started on debunking some myths that are probably keeping you from actually getting started. So the first common myth that comes up that is super, super common is the thought that you need a coaching certification to get started as a coach. The second thought is that the industry is too saturated and there is totally no room for me. The third myth is that you need experience to be a coach and or a coaching certification, right? Which was the first one. The last and most common myth is that people won't pay for coaching. This thought of like, who's going to want to pay to talk to me, right? These are some of the most common myths that I see come up for potential clients and just women that want to start their coaching business in general. And I just want to offer that these are literally just thoughts and beliefs that we have adopted that are not actually really true. So here are the facts. You do not need a coaching certification to start your coaching business. 
According to the International Coaching Federation, a certification is not required and 63% of coaches have a bachelor's degree or equivalent through work experience. Another important data point to mention is that 54% of managers and leaders are using coaching skills in the workplace currently. So if you're someone that works in the helping profession, chances are that you are already coaching and mentoring people in the workplace. And I also want to offer that your life experience, your work, your self-development and education qualify you. If you are doubting your qualifications, I want to just give you a quick example in something that I often coach my clients through. And I do have a whole framework around this that I incorporate in my coaching services and inside of my signature group program, Align Coaching. And this essentially looks like really looking at all of your major identities and roles that you play in those identities, identifying what your strengths are in each one of these roles that you play in your life. So for example, if you are someone that works full time, that is a mom and that is a student, these are three very strong identities that you have cultivated in your life. And maybe in the workplace, you feel like you can do the work in your sleep and you can literally do it all. It's second nature to you by now. There's a lot of strengths that you already feel like you have under your belt that you're very proud of and that you feel very competent in. So I want you to really just look at what those strengths are in that identity, right? So that's one part. And then I want you to look at the second identity, which is your PhD or graduate student or undergrad identity or just any type of education that you're in if you identify as being a student. And I want you to look at all of the strengths and skills and attributes that you have cultivated over the years in that identity, whether that is that you're a strong writer, you're a strong public speaker, you're great with people, you have very empathetic skills, you're able to really listen to people. These are all skills that you have developed over the years that you know, like I can do this anytime, any day, right? And lastly, looking at your other role in identity, which in this case would be your role as a mom if you're a parent. So thinking about all of the skills that you carry as that mother figure and that you have cultivated and developed, right? Whether that is you're going to figure out how to be resourceful if you can't find a way you're going to make a way, right? Those are skills that you have to learn to cultivate in your role as a mother. When you look at these three roles, you really have developed all of these skills throughout the years and eventually with time, with practice and with cultivating them, you have felt this sense of competence where you're like, yes, of course, I got this. Like, I'm a great student. Like, I get straight A's, right? Or I'm a really great employee and I bring great ideas to the table and I make my team great. So I want you to see that as an example of how once upon a time, you didn't feel this competent in these roles and these identities that you played. You were a beginner in your nine to five and in that role at one point. You were a beginner in your identity as a student and in academia. There was a point where you believed and you were challenged by how rigorous school was and let alone becoming a parent for the first time. There was a point where you were probably freaking out because you had no idea what you were doing. 
But regardless of the identity and the role you play in these identities, regardless of that, you prove to yourself time and time again that you can learn, test, and try and master a certain skill set. And all of that really qualifies you and prepares you to start a whole new identity and to start creating a whole new identity that is going to support this next chapter in your career and in your life. So this is a very powerful exercise because what it does is that it allows you to identify these strengths and transfer them over into your coaching identity. And what I want to offer is that when you're creating a new identity, really all that it takes to create it is looking at all the ways in which you're already competent in certain skills that are transferable to the new identity that you're creating. So I hope I haven't lost you, but this is something that I'm super passionate about coaching my clients on because it is a proven framework that I coach my clients on that will help them step out of that feeling of feeling like an imposter and it will empower them to create their identity as a CEO and as a coach and as a booked out coach in general so that they can show up differently for their business and realize just how capable they are. Another way of looking at this is really looking at when you're applying for a new job and you are applying for this new job and you're wondering like, what if I don't get the role? What if I don't get hired? Yet what you do, the steps you take to try to apply for that job is really looking at all of your past experience and looking at the skill sets that are transferable for this new role you're applying for. Essentially, this is exactly what you're doing when you're thinking about creating your identity as a booked out coach. You are looking at all of the evidence of your life and all of the skill sets, trials and tribulations that you've navigated to really support you in creating this new skill set and applying for this new role, so-called being a, you know, booked out coach and being a coach in general. So this is a great example of what it can look like for you to start creating your identity as a booked out coach and really let the doubt behind. Because when you are certain in the skills that you have used in different identities in your life and you bring that energy into creating your coaching and your booked out identity, magic happens. Literally magic happens. To debunk the second myth and this whole idea of the industry is too saturated, this one I'm going to keep short and sweet. I just want to offer that no one is you and no one can do what you can do like you. And this is something that I tell my clients all of the time, right? Another example of this is like, look at how many beauty industry brands there are how many Latinx brands or makeup artists there are in the industry, how many freaking types of soda they sell, right? Like everyone has a unique taste and flavor and creative ideas. You just have to believe that you are capable and that your perspective and ideas are unique. And this is something that I support you through inside of my group program as well. I also want to offer that how will you ever get experience if you don't try and you don't take a leap? I use a very silly example with my clients that I call the swimming pool example. 
And it's essentially like you're going to the pool, you have your sunglasses, you have your towel, you got your sunblock, and you really want to learn how to swim, but you're kind of just chilling outside trying to get your tan on. You're not really going into the pool. So you will never actually get to learn how to swim if you're not jumping into the pool and like testing and trying to learn, right? So very similar. I know it's a very silly example, but I share this with you because it is super common, right? That we want to skip that that phase or that like starting phase, that beginner phase. But let me just say that we don't get to skip that part. And there is so much beauty in it. You learned so much about yourself in the process. And the last myth that I want to debunk is this belief that people will not pay for coaching. And let me just say that this is definitely, definitely not true. According to the International Coaching Federation, the estimated market size of the coaching industry was $15 billion in 2019. And I don't have the most recent numbers, but this was the closest I could get of data to provide you with information for the sake of this episode today. And that just tells us that there's so much money to be made in this industry. And I also want to offer that as of recent years and through the collaborations I've had in the masterminds and group coaching programs I've been a part of, there are so many badass, incredible Latinas that are hitting multi six figures in their coaching businesses as of the last couple of years. So that is still not enough. We still need so much more representation in this industry from a Latina point of view. And that is in all industries in general, not just the coaching space. And this is why I am so passionate about coaching Latinas to start their coaching businesses and to start creating their booked out identity because you have a wealth of knowledge that you are sitting with that needs to be shared with the world and services that need to be offered. The first step is really just deciding that you are capable of learning and implementing what you learn to make this coaching business possible. So this kind of segues us into the next thing that I wanted to talk about today, which is common careers that are perfectly transferable to coaching. And that is, and I'm just going to read off the list, it's counselors, case managers, social workers, career advisors, therapists, coordinators, project directors, nurses, higher education professionals, nutritionists, and health and fitness trainers. There is a wide variety and there are so many more careers that can be transferable to coaching that I did not mention in this episode, but I would not be surprised if your career was also transferable to coaching. So at this point, you might be wondering, okay, Liz, so how do I actually know who it is that I want to serve and how do I identify that, right? And the first thing I want to offer is think about like what population do you want to serve? Do you want to serve women of color, moms, etc.? What problem do you want to solve? How will you solve that problem? Who is your dream client? And it is super important to get really laser focused on who it is that you want to serve, right? Because when we try to serve everyone, we really can't serve anyone. In this process, I also offer that you find what you're good at, find an area in your zone of genius built on that. What is something that you really enjoy doing and a topic you love talking about that you know that makes you feel like super liberated and that really takes that pressure and responsibility off of you? 
So this is typically where I have my clients start. And this is something that I also include in one of the first things we cover inside of Align Coaching. So if you know you need support with this, apply for this round of Align Coaching. And I also just want to add that in many cases, your dream client is a past version of you, right? I want to offer that you make a list of your journey. What are the pain points that you face, the struggles you encountered and navigated? How did you overcome them? What tools did you use to get there? And what results did you get yourself to achieve that transformation? And as you answer these questions, you're going to get so much clarity around how to attract your dream client and really identify who it is that you want to serve. And those are just some pointers around like how to identify who it is that you want to serve. The general logistics and like the actual steps to getting started typically include knowing what problem you're solving again, right? Like really identifying who your dream client is. And then it would be building your signature framework, which essentially it is you providing an offer, a service. And I typically have my clients start with private coaching because this is the best container for them to learn how to support clients and become the best coaches that they can be. The third step would be to set your pricing. This is an area that I support my clients through so, so deeply with because it's an area that I don't want to generalize, but typically I find that a lot of Latina clients that I work with, which is pretty much everyone I work with, has a really difficult time when it comes to pricing, myself included when I first launched and started my coaching business. This was one of the hardest obstacles that I needed to navigate and to like really like jump over in order to create what I've created in my business to this point. The next step would be to have a way for your clients to pay you, whether that is a Venmo, PayPal, Stripe. Those are very common platforms that you can start using that only charge you about a 3% fee from like what your clients pay you so that you can use the platform for clients to pay you. The next step would be to have a client schedule a call with you. I use a platform called Calendly. It's a free platform that you can start using that helps clients schedule calls with you so that you can have your first consultation calls. Lastly, the sixth step or like the next thing would be to have a way for clients to meet with you. And typically that is Zoom, Google Meets, and there's many different platforms, but the most common one is Zoom, right? So these are just the general steps that you can start off or that you can start with to get your coaching business off the ground. It is really not this big, complex, super strategic method of like business planning. It really gets to be this simple. This is literally all you need to get started. And I actually want to add one last thing to this point and to these steps on starting your coaching business and to the strategy behind it. And that is to pick a platform where you want to promote your services, whether that is LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, any type of social media platform that you want to focus on and just build your audience and community on there. So to kind of bring this episode to a close, I really want to end on this note of really letting you know that some coaches won't tell you about how difficult the early stages of entrepreneurship can be. The fears, the blocks that will come up for you in the process, the fear of failure, the success, the rejection, the 
procrastination, the feelings of feeling like an imposter, the money mindset wounds, your self-worth feeling questioned, right? Learning and even more learning. All of this comes up in business. And if you're not aware and address these blocks, they will keep you stuck from moving in the right direction and getting your business to the next level. And this is why I created Align Coaching, which is, again, I can't stop talking about it because it is open for enrollment. And I just want to shout it to the world because I know it's everything that you need to get started, which is why I created it. And essentially, Align Coaching, as you heard earlier in the episode, is a program that's going to help you start your coaching business and start creating your identity as a booked out coach in 90 days. I created this program with you in mind for you, the woman that knows that she's meant for more so that you can create more opportunities for yourself, your family, so that you can feel liberated, fulfilled, all while creating impact and building generational wealth. So if any part of this episode resonated with you and made you feel seen or sparked something in you, I want you to know that this is your sign to take the leap and to trust yourself. You don't have to do it alone. The beautiful part about this program is that we get to create such an incredible community that is going to transform your life in ways you can't even imagine right now. And I deeply, deeply want this type of transformation for you. I believe in you so, so much. So I invite you to schedule a consultation call with me. I can't wait to meet you and learn more about you. And again, the last day to enroll is July 29th. That is a Friday. Make sure you get in my calendar before then so that we can make sure we secure you a spot in this next round. This is what I want to leave you with. I hope you took so much from the episode today and I will see you in the next one. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at lifewithliz, that is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí, and I'll see you in the next episode.